In the shadows of Freddy's Fazbear Pizza, something sinister stirs. Animatronic terrors await, and you're about to face a face about to face a night of pure dread. Can you survive until dawn? Get ready for a heart-pounding journey into the chilling world of Five Nights at Freddy's. Be aware, once the night falls, there's no turning back on Two Geeks and a Microphone. Welcome to the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Steven and Mike. Well, I guess I'll talk first today since Stephen is running a little bit late. He's supposed to join us shortly. Um, got some uh, dog issues, I believe. Anyway, um, so Megan and I are here and we're going to be discussing Five Nights at Freddy's. If you didn't get that from the intro, my little introduction. I unfortunately do not have any geek dar and I do not have any geeky news. So, uh, Megan, you have a geek dar, though. Just thought I bought a hoodie. <laughs> I have a Five Nights at Freddy's hoodie. Oh, that that works for a geek dar. Yeah. So, okay. Um, I really know nothing about the franchise whatsoever. Um, I I know only what you have talked about and pretty much the uh, the Fox um which, which is my favorite <laughs> yeah which you have all over the house um other than that going into this movie i had no clue so uh i think we'll kind of maybe start this off with kind of our little overall uh views of the movie and and spoiler free type views of the movie so um being somebody who's never played the video game whatsoever knows nothing going into the franchise um, had no idea what I was really ex- gonna want it, what I wanted out of this film. Um, I thought it was a decent movie. Uh, not bad. Uh, the effects look great. The uh, animatronic animals, whatever you want to call them, they looked really good. Well, I like. They did. <laughs> They're Jim Henson creatures now. Uh, and we'll get into that a little bit. Um, so. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was a fairly decent movie for somebody who has no idea for the franchise. Um, let's see, for a rating, let's see, what 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 should we use as a rating, Megan? I didn't even think about a rating. Um, I've been trying to come up with one, and I don't know what I want. Uh, well, since... Ooh. Okay, well, go ahead. J- just for the last Balloon Boys. <laughs> the what? Balloon Boys. Balloon Boys. Balloon yeah. Boys. The one that kept popping up. The oh, time. oh, the okay. The little quote unquote jump scare. Uh-huh. Okay. Balloon Boys. All right. We'll, we'll go with Balloon Boys. I was thinking maybe the cupcake, but we'll, we'll do Balloon Boys. That's fine. Um, so on a scale of one to ten, um, 
again, not knowing anything about the franchise, uh, I enjoyed it pretty good. It, it was a, a, a good movie. Um, a lot of heart to it, honestly. Uh, I like the f- overall family feeling and aspect it had to it. I thought that was really good. And I kind of liked the way it ended. Um, on a horror aspect, it probably will, if you're going into this film looking for a lot of horror, you're not going to get much of that. I, honestly, uh, there's a few jump scares here and there. Um, sometimes the animatronics are pretty freaky looking at times. Uh, but for the most part, I didn't think it was all that scary. It wasn't, you know, really intent, but I'm also not the core audience for this. It's a PG 13 film. So that's kind of expected. So I will give it seven out of 10 balloon boys, which I think is a respectable, respectable score for, for this movie. All right, Megan, your overall, no spoilers. And your your uh, score for the movie. Um, I absolutely adore this movie. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> um, I, I've I didn't quite get into it. Uh, hi Sage. <laughs> um, I didn't quite get into it right when it started. Um, because I didn't know who uh Markiplier and Jack Septicai were because those are the ones that I've watched play the games um mostly mark because jack's not really a fan of five nights at freddy's but um so i i got really into watching the games a couple years after it started um but as as a as a fan who also followed the uh followed game theory and Let's face it, MatPat wrote the lore. <laughs> so, having that... Okay, uh, now... Ex- well, okay, go ahead and give your overall and then explain who, who MatPat is. But, um... I agree with the... The animatronics are phenomenal. Um, I, it's just... Seeing them come to life... And they just look so amazing. I I absolutely love seeing that. That was immediately one of my favorite things. Um, and I can't even talk about it. I, I don't know. I'm just gushing. Take it slow. You can do it. You can Sorry. do it. I, I just, every single little, like, detail that there was that I knew about and there's things that I didn't know about um, because like there's there's a whole lot of easter eggs and there's things from like the books and I've only read the first one and I need to read the other ones but um, there's a whole lot of things there's things that I missed even watching it four times in a row (laughs) Um, I just finding out everything that I can about it. I just love it even more and more every time I find something out new. Um, as Yes, I I have talked to people um, who don't really know the franchise, and I 
was talking to one of my coworkers, and he was like, oh, I know about that. Because on Halloween, I dressed up as one of the animatronics that's I found out technically in it, but it sh- they're very hidden. Um, but I, I dressed up as the marionette or the puppet. And um, I was talking to one of my coworkers because he asked what I was dressed as. And I explained it. And... <laughs> And um, I was talking about the movie because obviously, and um, he was like, oh yeah, I want to go see that. I was like, if you're going for horror, it's not, it's in the story rather than what you see. Because like, you can't get the horror from the actions without it being kind of gory. And yeah, they could have done more jump scares, but we would have had more kill counts. And well, I would have loved that. It's like you said, they kept they put it as a PG thirteen rating, and I understand that they did that to expand the audience because there are a lot of younger fans, so you can't really throw in a rated R. But I do wish that we could have gotten a rated R because I would have loved to see more bloody kills. Because I like that. I'm a horror fan. I like I like some gore. But, but yeah. For the rating, I would I'm at like 9.5. 9.5. Wow. Wow. I've watched Boom. it four times. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I you, you saw it. Movie. You saw it Thursday night in the theater. Friday. Last last Thursday night when it premiered. You and I went and seen it on Friday. Then we came home and watched it with mom on Saturday. Yeah, we watched it on Saturday on Peacock. And then I guess you watched it again. I watched it with uh, my friend on Sunday. All right. Uh, No, it would be better than that. (laughs) Because I have no interest in that. (laughs) See, Rated R Five Nights is essentially the Winnie Pooh movie. (laughs) No. Uh, all right. Well, hey, look, Steven's here. Hi there. Nope. I keep trying to add myself and you. Uh, <laughs> Welcome, Steven. Hey, right. everybody. Well, we kind of did the intro to the show. I don't have any guitar and I don't have any news. So we right just on, we're right into that. Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, we just, Megan and I gave our overalls and our ratings. We are using uh, Balloon Boy as our rating scale. So, um, yeah. Balloon oh. Boy, huh? Balloon Boy. You know what Balloon Boy is? He was the little jump scare, like in the locker. Oh, okay. Yes, 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 little, yes. Little yeah, that popped statue. up like three times. And the post credit scene. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, yeah, yes. I forgot about the post credit scene too. Yeah. <laughs> uh all right, so what did you guys give it then? I gave it a seven out of ten. I, I give nine nine and a half. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Listen, I love this movie. I give it um uh, let's see here. Are you a pirate? Arr. Arr. 
I I would give it. Um, hmm. It depends on what genre. What genre are we putting this in? Are we putting in more as a thriller? More of a thriller. If you say more a thriller, then I I, I would definitely give it probably a, a good. I would give it a good seven out of ten. Balloon Boys. If we go for horror, I'd have to give it less. Kind of a thing. So if I agree say, with that. Actually, I I gave it a seven out of ten too. Mm-hmm. Go, go ahead. I I interrupt you. I'm sorry. Oh no 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 no. I I uh, I I enjoyed it. It's not a bad movie. It's not a great movie, but it's not a bad movie. Is it worth seeing on Peacock? Sure, absolutely. Uh, especially if you're a Five Nights at Freddy's fan. Um. And uh, I, I have not played the games. Uh, my son Troy has played the games. Um, Megan, how many of the games have you played? I've never actually played them. I'm not good at games. Okay, <laughs> like, that's all right. I've watched. I've watched. Uh, I've watched them be played through by my YouTubers. Oh right, sure, sure. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I know there's a lot of people that's going to be in it. Sage uh, gives it a solid eight. Sage says solid eight. Okay. Sage page. And Sage, I think, plays the game. (laughs) Sage, that's pretty funny. Steven skipped the intro. (laughs) I missed that. Oh, gosh. That was pretty funny. Dalton said 6.7 earlier. What did you say, Megan? I said Dalton said 6.7 earlier. 6.7. 6.7. Oh, I, I miss Dalton's. I miss Dalton's score. 6.7. He's a dork. That's pretty funny. Seven. That's worse than Steven's scores. Yeah. I uh, if it was going for horror, which I thought it was going to be, uh, I, my response to my wife Kelly was, I I need more bluts and gore. And she's and I was like, Yeah, you sent me that text. I did. That's why I sent it to you because I was like, Oh yeah, blood, guts, and gore. Uh and it just came out bluts and gore. So I don't that's know if that's good. gonna be a new phrase for me or not. Bluts and gore. Bluts okay. and gore. Bluts well, and you gore. know, I'll I'll go ahead and start start uh uh ramping up our, our November schedule here. So we're gonna have a I think we're gonna have a November of bluts and gore. Since you said that, so we seem to be moving into a Christmas horror uh, 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 phase. Um, We are going to be doing uh, Werewolf Santa along with the Three Geeky Dads on November 25th. We are also going to and we haven't we haven't nailed down the dates for the other two yet. Um, Obviously, they're going to be in the next two weeks. We just haven't figured out which one's which. Excuse me, but we're doing Krampus. 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 You say Krampus. I say say Krampus. Yeah, right there. I love it. Um, and we are going to do Jack Frost, which I got a feeling that is going to be the weirdest of the three. So, and that's not the is it Michael Keaton Jack Frost? No, no, No. it's not the Michael Keaton. No, because that one's not a horror movie. Right, I'm right. teasing. Yeah, right. the other one is a horror movie. I think that one. I think this Jack Frost came out in '97, and I think the Michael Keaton one came out in '96. Mm-hmm. And Nerdery Murdery says it's pronounced, or, I guess, the way it's spelled. 
because he Krampus, just said, Krampus, which is the way I say it. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf Killer said he saw that movie. <laughs> so Stephen and I both give it seven out of ten. Now, Matt, Megan, you said something about Matt Pat. Can you explain a little bit who Matt Pat is? Matt Pat is Matthew Patrick, um, known as the Game Theorist on YouTube. Um, he also has like three other channels, theory channels now. Um, he's expanded his. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know what to call it. Uh, but he, while you have uh, Markiplier, who is pretty much known as the king of FNAF, um, because he's like played through all every single game and like finished every single game. Um, and it's it was a huge part of his upbringing. MatPat was a huge part of his upbringing on YouTube was his Five Nights at Freddy's theories. Um, ah. Kind of what put him on the map because he connected a lot of dots that made sense and people liked them. There is no really official lore to FNAF. I mean, there's things that... I love how you guys call it FNAF. Yeah. It's an abbreviation. <laughs> is that how? Is that what Troy calls it to you, Megan? Uh, Steven? Yeah, yeah. He calls it FNAF. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. See, I guess I'm just old. <laughs> it's shorter than saying Five Nights at Freddy's every single time. I guess. Right. Yes. So anyway, anyway, so Matt Pat's a YouTuber that you really enjoy, who's yes. who's covered the uh, the, the lore, the, the series right. lore. And he was in the yes. film. Yes, he yes. had a cameo. He had a and cameo. And it was funny because um, he actually kind of trolled us all um, because, like, the year leading up to this film, um, he was constantly like, "Oh yeah, I never got a call in. I deserve. Uh, I think I deserve that because I mean, like, <clears throat> I'm a huge part of the FNAF community. Uh, this man." has been a theater nut since he was a kid. So he's a very good actor. And he had us all fooled that he was not going to be in the movie. And like, I don't know how many, a good, a decent way in. I I recognized his voice. Like I didn't, because you hear him before you see him. And as soon as I heard him on Thursday night, I like seized up. I was like, oh. I'm like, it's Matt Pat. I'm like, oh my gosh, he is actually in it. I, I was so happy. <laughs> this man had I, us all fooled because he was he had us convinced that he was nowhere near invited to be on the production set, and he had a cameo. Nice. One of the fun things about it was I, I appreciated the fact that in the movie he was like, it's just a theory. You know, he does his, you know, it's, it's you know. Yeah, he did say that, didn't he? Because he, he brings or he comes up to the table and says that lunch is the most important part of the day. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, I thought breakfast was. Well, that's just a theory, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a great way to get his catchphrase in. Yes. That, that was pretty funny. Right. It was it was good, yes. Um, hey Steven, check the private chat real quick. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so we was there any other YouTubers that made an appearance? Yes. Um, I don't I've never really watched him, but uh the cab driver 
was the other YouTube um, cameo. His name is Corey Kenshin. Um, he also has a pretty big uh, FNAF following. Uh, he got a lot of his popularity as well. And Mark was supposed to be in it. Um, he was supposed to be the security guard at the beginning. Um, however... The first kill. Yes. Oh, spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Mark was supposed to be the first security guard um, who is actually um, feared to be Fitz um, from the games because uh, it's Fitz... I'm going to say Fitzgerald was the last name. No, that was a different one. So in the, in the first game, you have... There's technically seven knights because there's like two extra knights uh, that you get to unlock. And um, the first six is the security guards is um, Jeremy Fitzgerald. And then there's another one that's first name is Fitz. So when Mike has the tape under <clears throat> or when he has the tape that has his name on it, it has Fitz written underneath it. Ah, okay. But yeah, Mark couldn't... Uh, there was scheduling conflicts because he's making his own movie based on another video game um, uh, titled Iron Lung. Iron Lung. Iron Lung. Okay. Which he's also apparently um, going for the record of most blood used in it <laughs> in a movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing that's not going to be a PG-13 movie then. <laughs> Now, wait a minute. There's but a... It, he's also it's like Iron Long is kind of like um, he, something about a sub. I've never watched the playthroughs of it. I should probably do that before the movie comes out. <laughs> but um, it's like a sea of blood, basically, and you're in a submarine in a sea of blood. So, gotcha. Okay, and that's why it's called Iron Lung. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I, I was gonna say. How how exciting can a video game be about an iron lung? That does not sound exciting at all. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, he wasn't able to be in it. Today I breathed. <laughs> but but um, Scott Cawthon, who is the creator of FNAF, um, and he also helped produce, obviously, um, has said that if if and when the second movie gets greenlit, Mark will be in it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because he wants he wants Mark to be have a cameo. You talk Markiplier? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mark Fishmark. So I counted a total of five. I think the kill count was five, which I thought well, was pretty low. Could be six. Could He's be never, six. never actually gone back. I don't know. When I was counting, I, if I remember right, I think I had five is what my kill count was, which I thought was kind of low. But again, it is kind of geared for preteen and teen, so which is why you get the PG-13 rating. And I guess that's why the kill count was that low. Um, I would like to know how people uh, reacted who played the video game and such and how they felt the game was, you know, or how the movie was compared to the game, if it was satisfying, if it was, right, you know, um, did it live up to their expectations? So 
if if anyone's got any comments on that, please put them into the the comments section of this. Cause, yeah, because there was one point where Troy kind of uh, cried out. He's like, "No, they're ruining it," <laughs> and I wasn't for sure, so I didn't quite understand that at the time. Uh, kind of a thing. So, well, Megan said they changed some characters around. They did. Okay. Um. So. I'm not sure if it's in the book. See, they seem to be going more off of um, the books. Okay. And um, I've only read the first one, but uh, technically there's a whole bunch, but there's a main trilogy and I've only read the first one out of it. Uh, but I know that in the games, between the games and the books, um, William Afton has three kids, and his business partner uh, Henry em- Henry Emily, I think is his name, um, has one. So on the Aftons, you have Michael Afton, Elizabeth Afton, and um, Evan Afton. Those are the three kids. Um, Michael is Michael uh, Schmidt, who is now not an Afton. Um, you have Evan, who ends up being one of the two souls inside of Golden Freddy. And then you have Elizabeth, who becomes Baby, uh, which is from one of the later games. And uh, it's called... Uh, so, so wait a minute, location. Baby... Is Baby the one that they were trying to... No. I I thought so, but um, that one is actually from the books. Uh, she's from the... I think she's the cover of the third book, and her name is Ella. I was reading Dalton's comment. Sorry, I was responding. I was telling Dalton something. Um, the The... That's one of the Easter eggs, though. The the spring log suit that they try to, that Mike discovers, and then later Abby almost gets put into, um, is actually from the books. Her name is Ella. I don't know much about her, but yeah, I thought at first it was going to be, it was a, uh, yeah, tripping over words, nod to Circus Baby, but. It's actually Ella. So what I hear you saying is that we have both the uh, the movie takes from the game and a series of books. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There are books to this. We 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 actually saw those at uh, Sam's, I believe. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's there's a whole lot. Okay, so there's the three the the main trilogy. Um, which I should look that up. I know the first one is Silver Eyes. So there's three. Uh, so, okay. So with the books, so there's books, there's games. How many games? There's five. How many? Uh, there are, yeah, I want to say seven main games now. And a couple of like branched off ones, but we still get lore from them. Um, 
you get lore from both the games and uh, wait a minute. Whoa, I missed that. Yes. Sorry. I was responding to something. <laughs> okay. There are nine in total. There are wow. nine games or nine books? There's nine games. Nine games. Okay. There's a whole lot of books. Let me look. Now, are we talking books or are we talking comic books? So the comic books that we saw was a graphic novel um, rendition of the main trilogy, which those three books are The Silver Eyes, The Twisted Ones, and The Fourth Closet. Gotcha. I didn't realize there were comic books, too. My brain was just on novelizations or something. (laughs) I I didn't know the books until we saw them in Sam's one day because I was like, hey, Megan, look, there's five nights. Yeah. Or five nights so the movie took inspiration from the books, then the co- so the comic adaptations, and then there was then the games and stuff. So um, I thought what was interesting was it it's it's like a scary Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> That's kind of what I thought because I haven't played right. the games. Uh, yeah, it's um, there's kind of um, I thought. Technically, it's, it's never been like confirmed. Scott always denies it, but um, there was a um, there was a there was a child that went missing, and I think was killed, and it had to to do with a Chuck E. Cheese, and that's kind of what we all think inspired. Five Nights at Freddy's, because it is very much like that. Because the original, the the base story of it is that you have uh, William Afton, uh, and you have the two that start the business, and then there's these. They have the two spring lock suits, and uh, so you've got your mascots and a family diner that has them, and then you had kids that went missing and were murdered, and the FNAF franchise, it's five kids, um, which I should have pulled up their names, but uh, I think it was I think it was only one for the Chuck E. Cheese one, but there is so, a similar story. Are you saying that the okay? Because in the story we have Mike, and Mike's kid brother gets gets kidnapped, and and really the story revolves around Mike and how he's trying to go back in his memories and figure out who it was that took his brother. Mm -hmm. And um, so what you're, it sounds like what you're telling me is in the stories, they, that's his little brother. I think it was Garrett. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if I, if I'm hearing you right, it sounds like Garrett was based on the kid in the books, not, not from the, not from the video games. So the the four um, kids they seem to have been switched. Um, so now William Afton is the one with one child with with an only child, and that's Vanessa in this. Um, whereas in the lore of it that we know of, um, it was Henry's daughter, and her, her name was Charlie. Um, who she becomes the puppet uh, who is kind of like a protector because 
because uh, the puppet was actually made to protect her, but she ended up getting locked out of the pizzeria, and so therefore the puppet couldn't protect her, and then Afton killed her, so then she ended up possessing the pup- pup- puppet to try to protect others. Um, that is who they are, who they are theorizing that Garrett is basically going to be. He's basically being. Oh, you, so you think, so it's, it's believed that Garrett's going to be in the second film then yes. as, as one of the characters. Yes. As it's, one of the animatronics. Yes. It is believed, uh, it is theorized that he's going to come back as the puppet and, um, Instead of instead of being Charlie, see that was the one thing I didn't understand because all the other kids that were kidnapped mm-hmm. and killed became animatronics, and I didn't understand why Garrett was never an animatronic. It, that to me never really made sense. I didn't get that. See, that's also why <laughs> I think they officially like switched it because otherwise, why would he take somebody? Outside, because all the other ones, because the intro for it, like the intro credits, the little 8-bit animation, which is actually a callback to the games, because a lot of the story, the backstory that we get is in these little mini games that are 8-bit style. Um, So that's a callback to that. Uh, You see William luring the five kids into, uh, into their deaths, and that's what that... 8-bit uh, intro is. But oh. So wait, wait. So we, we actually saw yeah, the kidnapping of the five kids mm-hmm. then? Yeah. And I guess I didn't pay enough attention to that. I didn't really, re- I didn't, I wasn't paying attention. To I Steven point. skipped it. <laughs> yeah, you almost made me choke there. <laughs> I was I like, know. oh, this is just intro. Come on, let's start the movie. <laughs> You know, Brenda and I were watching something earlier this week. I remember what we were watching, and I went, Steven's going to Steven skip this. I guarantee he's going to Steven skip this. No, <laughs> was it FNAF? What, what part was that that I the said? The dream sequences. The dreams. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because they showed the they showed kind of the same thing like three times. And I go, yeah, that's what it was. And I, I told Brenda, I go, Steven's going to skip Steven skip this. I'll bet you Steven Steven skips this. Yeah, so so my watching framework for this movie was um for those that don't know I work nights too. So I I woke up from my nap before I went into work and Troy and Kelly were watching it. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll eat my dinner and sit here and watch it. So they were kind of in the middle of it. And so I started watching it and I said, "Oh, okay. So <laughs> And so then, wait, wait, wait. So you he started watching in the middle of the film, and then, well, yeah, because I couldn't tell him to stop watching it. Well, you know, I and, know, but you know, but yeah. So <laughs> then, so then, uh, when I sat down to watch it, I, you know, started with the beginning stuff, and and I was like, uh, yeah, let me skip the credits. Okay, I can skip the credits. <laughs> it's just the opening credits. No big deal. And then, and then I was like. Oh, this looks like this is like the dream sequence I've already seen. I must have already seen this part. Skip. 
<laughs> I told I told her you skip. would skip it. <laughs> so yes, you are correct. And then when I finally caught up to where I was, then then I didn't skip anything else. Now you, know, you do realize each dream sequence, something different did happen, right? Oh no, you didn't, because you Steven skipped it. <laughs> I still saw the images. <laughs> oh my gosh. There was there was a reason he was doing that, dude. Well, you know, oh well. <laughs> I knew it. I called it. I called it. I so called it. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Just the first dream sequence probably is what it was. I was like, oh, I've already seen this, thinking I had already seen it before. Just saying. <laughs> okay. I already you, know what happens. You didn't well, you not totally. <laughs> I mean, eventually he, he catches up to the one and talks to him and everything. So, you know, we should come up with a rule for every Steven skip Steven does. He has to add point one to his score. <laughs> he has to, in order to be fair. <laughs> well, technically, you didn't see the whole movie, Steven. So everything that you skipped is point one addition. So I guess for my my I guess my uh, score should be changed from seven to probably seven point four. <laughs> so now you're starting to sound like Dalton with his seven or no Dalton 6. had point six point seven six point seven. I know that's what that was my inspiration. Yeah, Dalton was Dalton lower, going six point seven. <laughs> Dalton's like a big fan of this stuff, and he gave it a lower score. Speaking of Dalton, I'm trying to bring him in. <laughs> I don't think he knows how to join. I don't think he knows how to join though. I figured since he's played the game, I, I we'd bring him in, but. <clears throat> Oh wait, there he is. There he is. Says device is not connected. Oh yeah, it sure does. Okay. I don't know. So we're having technical difficulties with with our little uh um expert, I guess. <laughs> I I don't know what's going on, Dalton. Apparently you you can't use whatever device you're using. So um so the other thing I wanted to know, Megan, you you said that okay, obviously this is kind of designed around uh, Chuck E. Cheese's, mm. you know, because, I mean, obviously the animatronics are, you know, paying tribute to to the Chuck E. Cheese animatronics and the whole pizzeria and the, the video games in the pizzeria. It's all designed around Chuck E. Cheese's. But mm. you, you said apparently there was kind of a uh, controversy with Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, yeah. <gasps> there was. Hey, I'm just saying, you know how people get scared of clowns? I'm sure FNAF started because people got scared at Chuck E. Cheese and then created a horror film because, you know, it wasn't clowns like in the movie It or something, you know. So we get in a, we get in a horror version of Mickey Mouse then? Well, we got Winnie the Pooh. I know. <laughs> we should add that to our list. Because <laughs> I saw Blood and Honey on Peacock, I think, right? I think was it some it's on one of them yeah anyway go ahead i want to hear this this controversy with uh with chuck e cheese so ever since fnaf became a thing obviously people made the connection with chuck e cheese they've not liked that they've never liked it and a lot of times like on all their social media if you even reference fnaf in their comments they will block you Oh, really? they won't just delete the comment. They'll block uh -huh. it. Uh-huh. But, however... Wait a minute. If you say something about Chuck E. Cheese in... No, if you say something about FNAF within oh, the Chuck E. Cheese Chuck e. social Cheese. media, 
Oh, really? They will delete your comment and block you. Wow. Yeah. Because they don't want anything to do with it, supposedly. <laughs> However, after we got the poster. Can you say jealous? Right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. After we got the poster for um, for FNAF and like, what, two weeks before the movie came out, um, Chuck E. Cheese put out like almost an exact replica of the poster for their Five Nights of Fun. Oh, that's funny. they had a whole entire thing that was you could so tell that it was based off of FNAF and they were trying to ride the hype train and it backfired on them so well. It's so hard. So, do you get, you get your game card? Oh, it's in my purse. Oh, go get your game go card. Go get it. Go get it. So, since uh, since Chuck E. Cheese kind of uh, dissed them and uh, apparently they 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 uh made a deal with um uh with what dave and busters they made a deal with dave and busters so dave and busters has collectible game cards for five nights with freddy's we, we had to drive out to dave and busters oh dave and busters yeah we had to drive right. out there a couple weeks ago just so making get a game card from dave and busters right on so she, right just, on. she just went to grab the game card. See, that should have been your geek door right there. Man. Yeah, the right. Five right we'll bring Friday. her back in. All right, she's back. It's hard to see because it's dark, but it's Freddie in the ball pit. Oh, okay, cool. And cool. they have, um, or they were supposed to get like each one of them. I think uh, they were supposed to have. Freddy, Foxy, Bonnie, Chica, and I think the cupcake on its own, all with their heads sticking out of the ball pit. And I think one was supposed to be the movie poster, too. But when we went, this was the only one that they had. I wanted Foxy, because Foxy's my favorite. I think it's funny that Chuck E. Cheese dissed them. I mean... I guess maybe they don't maybe they don't want to associate with the whole you know murder type yeah. thing or something like that that, that murder, murder <laughs> right <laughs> which speaking of murder if you haven't listened to it already last week we recorded our uh two part series with uh, uh nerdery and murdery and we did it on the dark lord of the sith darth maul and his apprentice zena um great episodes you have to check out the first one on our feed and then the second one on nerdery and murdery's feed so anyway um so yeah uh i i thought it was a decent movie um i'm up for a second one Uh, i'll go see it you know we are supposed to get three okay because um matthew lillard uh said has said that he signed a three movie contract now who's matthew willard Matthew Lloyd is the one who played William After or Steve Raglan, um, which oh, I don't remember. That's actually a um, a uh, Easter egg too. I don't remember what it's spelled, but there's a you can look that up. It is it, <laughs> something I saw on TikTok, but um, but yeah, Matthew Lloyd, who is most known. As um, Shaggy Rogers. There you go. But also, he got 
one of his like first ones was Stu Mocker, who is one of the scream killers. He he is ghost, he is one of the ghost faces. Right. And actually, now I never watched Scream because I always thought it was just a. I don't know. It's a good movie. <laughs> you should watch it. Anyway, it's fun. So I didn't know he was from that. I didn't realize that it was it was Shaggy until you told me. Yeah. Like, Holy crap! But that's okay. Um, Mike, uh, every time he come on screen, I'm like, I know who that guy is. Who is that guy? Right. Where have I seen him before? Right. right. And Megan goes, PETA, Dad. I was like, oh, Peta. okay. Hunger Games. Yeah, Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Oh, 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 oh. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, he was the yeah. co-star. I'm sorry. I thought we were still on Matthew Lillard. Sorry. <laughs> that was weird. Um, yeah, he was the co-star of Hunger Games. Yes. Um, and as as soon as she said that, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, now I, I hear his voice. And I was right. like, okay, that's who it is. Speaking of that, Hunger Games is a new movie coming out, too. Yeah. Which had a trailer in front of now. Yeah. But but going back to Matthew Lillard, he even, he did the thing that he does as, as Ghostface. And I love that reference, too. Because when, uh, when he has the knife and he swipes the blood off, not sure what that means. Serial Serial movie hackers. 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 So he was he was in that too, I guess. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I cut you off, Megan. Um, when he has the uh, knife and he wipes the blood off, that's what he does as Ghostface. Oh, okay. Right. So that was kind of, sort of a little Easter egg too, if you're a if you're a uh, Scream fan, I guess. So, I there was some interesting stuff in it. Um, the story is a little jangled up a little bit here and there. That, that's that's FNAF. <laughs> that's FNAF. Yeah, I was as I was watching it, I, it was hard for me to keep up, if that makes sense, with wait a minute, what's going on with the what's happening with the this amusement park gone to hell and back kind of a thing, or what's the you know, I was just like, Okay, and all right, here's some drama rama. Okay, oh yeah, girl cop. She seems to know what's going on. She's probably in on it. You know, okay, there's the ending. Oh, surprise. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's who the big bad guy is. Okay, you know, that makes sense or whatever. Kind of thing. Oh, yeah, okay, that brings in. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, there were some story beats that were pretty, some reveals. I don't know how far we are into spoilerific territory, but there were some reveals that I was like. Oh, I think this whole episode has been spoilers. (laughs) So. Don't worry about it. Right. <laughs> we, right. We've already spoiled many things. So, yeah, I, I just, I, my point being is it was as far as the story around it, around the amusement, you know, the, the demented Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> they'll probably ban us for that, for saying that. <laughs> but, but I'm just saying, I think the if Chuck E. Cheese would like to sponsor us, by the way. <laughs> right. Right. I'll go back to Chuck E. Cheese maybe here in a minute. But I, I, uh, I'm sorry, with the their pizza 
this sucks. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. The, the I, I would just say that the, uh, the the film itself was was interesting. If I just looked at it from not a story factor, if I just let the story go and just kind of watch it, it was actually fun. You know, when, when they where they were inside the amusement park, amusement park. I keep saying that. I don't know why I keep saying that because I don't know. It's pizzeria. 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 When they were inside there, I was like, okay, this is this was interesting, or you know, kind of a thing. And there were some parts I didn't quite understand with. The, the one of my favorite scenes was where the there's the the girl who who pretended to be the babysitter or who's the babysitter who pretended to be you know whatever um oh yeah yeah but when she goes into one of the animatronics and kind of looks in the head and all of a sudden the hand comes out and grabs and then you see the silhouette of it chop and half her body I was like oh there's blood and gore yay you know kind of a thing you know I was like okay this is that was cool you know kind of a thing so <laughs> I mean come on this there, you hear a child inside that thing and you're gonna stick your head you know in into the or you know right into the mouth of that thing well I, I, I see the way stupid. I be the way I viewed it, it looked like she pulled her in, like hands came out of it and pulled her in. Well, sure, but she was moving into still, it. She, yeah. You know, she was looking into it, you know. Yeah. Like, Inquisitive. What's going on in there? Yeah. My first thought is that thing's going to bite my head off. No, thank you. Yeah, there were some parts that Troy had to fill me in on as far as, oh, yeah, the animatronics were, you know, kind of these suits that they wore kind of a thing or something. And I was like, yeah, uh, Megan kind of explained that to me too. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't Man, we are, we are a bunch of old fuddy duddies trying to understand it. <laughs> That's what they're real. And, and the animatronics are really like that. Although it's not as dangerous, obviously. <laughs> although, can we I talk about hope, the animatronics? I would hope they're not as dangerous as that for real. Yeah. Uh -oh. Sure. Foxy's arm did apparently catch on fire. <laughs> okay. So, the animatronics. Um, three out of the four um, are wearable suits. And they had actors within them. That being uh, Freddy, Bonnie, and Chico. Okay. Foxy is too slim and has too many, like, inside... It, 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 he has too many parts of his endoskeleton sh showing to be able to have a person within him. So is he an actual robot then? Yes. Oh, he is cool. Fully an animatronic. Neat. And I just love it because the animatronics, mm. uh, so they're, they were done by the Jim Henson, uh, what's creature shop or whatever it's called. Right. Cool. And they actually got the files from the games and they built them to a one-on-one -on -one scale of the file like from the files of the game so they are like as big as they would have as they have like ah. the ratio of what they had in the games is the same ratio as what they had yes. when they created them for the film yes they are very nice truly life-size they are exactly what scott Cawthon pictured when he Put them when when he put them out, and I just and they're official Jim Henson creatures. 
And I love that. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I didn't know Jim Henson's creature shop was involved. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. And uh, that that's that's why they look amazing. <laughs> I was wondering if they looked just like they do in the the video games or not. If there was anything that was off or the <clears throat> only thing is there's arguments about Bonnie because about what? Bonnie the rabbit. Okay. Uh, um, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is that the the rabbit? within the five or is that the big rabbit the, the rabbit within the five okay okay right. well there's two of them right one. there's two bunnies no i mean there's i have two of them that people are arguing about okay um no bonnie is the in the movie he's purple and the game or well no in the movie he's kind of blue the argument is between blue and purple um because in the like the main the main three the first three games, um, you see Bonnie and he seems more purple. Okay. And so everyone always Bonnie's purple. I think most most of it's like the lighting though, because there's a lot of back and forth though with Bonnie's coloring because in one of them you've got uh, what we call the toy animatronics and toy Bonnie is a light blue opposed to the purple that he seems to be with with the fur so there's arguments about like what color Bonnie is supposed to be but I still think he looked fantastic. So now I don't think they actually made any of the characters that you actually see in Chuck E. Cheese though. No. You know, I mean uh, Chuck E. Cheese obviously he's no. a mouse. Um and I honestly yeah, I mouse don't... or a rat. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well he's big, so I guess he's he could be a rat. But then again, that could be argued about Mickey Mouse too, because Mickey Mouse is big also. But... <laughs> <laughs> well until you see him in the cartoons, then he's small. But anyway. Um yeah. of course I don't remember all the characters of Chuck Chuck E. Cheese. It's been years since we've been to Chuck E. Cheese. And like I said, the only, their pizza sucks. It's like cardboard with cheese on it. It's the only one that you could really say there's a similarity is because uh, Chuck E. Cheese has a has a chicken. I, I don't know her name, uh, but she also looks nothing like Chica. Right. Or Chica looks nothing like her. Yeah. <laughs> right. the, the two look nothing alike of each other, except for the fact that they have a beak. Because they're chickens. But um, the other one that people are arguing about is Golden Freddy. Because in the movie, he didn't look golden. Well, he's an old animatronic slash springlock suit. Of course, he's going to have some decay to him. And his fur is not going to look quite bright. And, like, it's stuffed away... Because, I mean, if you... So, Golden Freddy and what what is uh, Springtrap or Spring Bonnie, which is William Afton's suit. Yes, there's a difference in the coloration. I am lost. I am so lost. (laughs) Golden Freddy is the broken Freddy. The Uh, one that... The the main kid who was talking. So, is, is the same spirit 
because it's spirits basically they're in mm-hmm. inside these suits so is the same spirit in freddy that's in golden freddy or is that no. oh okay they're two it's different the... ones okay. so when you have the yeah page... i'm kind of lost too steve <laughs> i am you... i'm when lost you have the... i just know all i wanted was more bloods and gore that's all <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to get that in uh, Werewolf Santa. <laughs> Go ahead, Megan. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, when you have the when you have the five show up like in the dream sequence. Yes. The one. Wait, which the- one? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. Um, the yeah, the Steven. Kid- Steven skipped those, by the way. <laughs> but you still saw the kids outside of well. Yeah. Children. At least, yeah. at least we think he saw him because <laughs> maybe. <laughs> anyway, the kid with the brown and like uh, brown and yellow striped shirt with mm-hmm. the blonde hair—that is Golden Freddy. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, the five or the four behind him mm-hmm. was, I believe, in the order. It was. Chico on the far, if you're looking at the screen right, it was Chica's uh, soul, Freddy's soul. So Chica had the um, the let's eat bib. Freddy had the hat. Foxy had the hook. And then Bonnie had the ears. And I think that's the order. Oh, the- yeah, because they, yeah. yes. Yeah, they did make that connection in there. That's correct. I, so... So with the police officer's dad, is that Golden Freddy? No. I'm confused that's now on who's who. No, that's Springtrap. He's the big he, He's who we refer to as Springtrap. Springtrap. Okay. Because he has, his suit is the Spring Bonnie suit. It's a Springlock Bonnie suit. That's why it's the bunny um, and it's the original. Steven, you remember the uh, the children's pictures, and you saw the picture of the the bunny in the center and the, the kids. yellow rabbit. Yeah, the, the yes. yellow rabbit uh-huh. in the center. And the, that's him. That's him. That's him. That makes sense. That makes sense. Now, okay, <laughs> all right. So it's called Spring Bonnie, and technically, Golden Freddy is also called Spring Freddy because they are spring trap suits. So the so the or spring lock. Um, the spring lock suits were made that they could either be animatronics that could move and stand on their own, or you could wear it. That's where the spring locks come in because they lock in place to keep the person inside and keep from like interacting, like getting hit by the animatronic parts is the best way I can understand that. It was a it was a mechanism to keep them safe within the suit. However, it didn't exactly work because <laughs> they were very faulty, like they saw in the movie. And oh, I liked I liked the scene where uh, she warns him about the one suit. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. That was a good scene. And then shoves the broom in it. Yeah, <laughs> and then he goes off on her. You know yeah. that that could have that could have done uh, that could have killed my sister and blah 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 you know <laughs> i thought but, that was a good scene so the the main problem with the spring locks is that any wet substance will set them off and they'll lock into place 
which is what. Oh, so like when they they poured water or whatever on the stage. Well, those aren't spring lock suits. Oh, okay. But that that's the that's the way that um so in the lore of FNAF, uh the kid Evan that I mentioned earlier, um, he's known as the crying child because he was actually terrified of the animatronics and he was traumatized by them constantly because his family ran the place. Hence um, what you said, Stephen. This was probably inspired by some kid who was traumatized by Chuck E. Cheese. Agreed. <laughs> but, so the way that he dies um, is he gets shoved into the face of the spring the spring Freddy suit because they're like because his uh, they threw him a birthday party and his brother and his friends shoved his shoved him up into Freddy's face and because he was crying it activated the spring locks and the mouth shut on him yeah with friends like that who needs enemies right well it's siblings <laughs> it was his brother and his brother's well, friends yeah wow so, yeah so that's the main part of like how that works in the games it, they seem to be more like if you bump them in the movie because you have the one for Ella that got triggered that's the suit that we see and that later uh, Chica tries to stuff Abby into and then you also see that when the, the cupcake who yes as Dalton said earlier in the comments has a name his name is Carl I don't oh, know why it's okay. Carl I liked Carl. <laughs> so do I. Um, which actually, there's theories about him too, <laughs> uh, which I could get into. But uh, <clears throat> when Carl bites Afton's suit, that's what triggers the spring locks, and we get the spring lock scene. So, how are some of the ways that you defeat the the animatronics in in the game? Because I mean, there's got to be ways that you defeat them in the game. You don't defeat them; you just avoid them. You just avoid them. Yeah. So you, you don't you don't like in the movie they use the. Uh, um, okay. Well, there's kind of that's kind of a callback to <clears throat> sister location because um, when you're playing sister location, there's a sister location meaning a second location to the pizzeria. Yeah, it's. So sister location is a um is more or less basically a giant basement oh. and it was used as a party rental like uh, they rented out okay. animatronics. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Understood. So that's what the story for the location of sister location is. Ah, okay. But so in that game you're going through the different cuz they each have their own like quote-unquote stage um, and you're going through each of them and for some of is he trying to connect on multiple devices? I don't know what he's doing now. <laughs> Sorry. You might just have to patch him in through like a call. I don't think we can do that though. I thought we I thought we got that to work. I, I haven't I don't know how we can do that. I don't know. Anyway. 
Go ahead. But so at some point, um, it's mostly with Funtime Foxy. There's a point that you're told to give him a controlled shock to get him to behave. <laughs> so that's kind of where that ties into. Gotcha. But they didn't shock Foxy. They shocked uh, yeah, Freddie. Vanessa did. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All, th- all four of them got shocked. Okay, I guess so. So that is something that you, that is a device they use in the game then. In a way, yeah. It's kind of a nod to that. Hmm. Which so, I actually didn't really think about until now. Okay. All right. But do you want to hear the theory about uh, Carl? Yes. Okay. Go ahead. So, you know how mom had asked me if no. there was a soul. I, I did not know. I didn't know how. <laughs> My mother asked me if, uh, after she watched it, if the cupcake had its own soul that was possessing it. That's, right. that, that's my question. Yes. Yeah, I concur. Question. Good question, Brenda. Just giving there you is, kudos. There is a theory that, um, so Chica's soul's name is Susie, and they actually showed him. <clears throat> in the credits too, which I didn't notice it because I was just gushing about the eight bit thing. <laughs> but um the way that I just Susie even died, skipped the credits to see the in mid credits and in credits. <laughs> well when we were in a the theater we couldn't do that. So right. Ah, gotcha. Um so the way Susie gets lured in is after naturally kills her dog. She has her dog with her and he kills her dog and that's how he lures her in. That was shown in the beginning credits, too. Oh. So the theory is that Carl the Cupcake is her dog. There's a lot that ha- happened in these beginning credits, Stephen. <laughs> right? <laughs> wah, wah. Oh, dang. I, I guess I should have paid more attention. But I still wouldn't have known what that meant. I still wouldn't have known. I right. think it's nice that they have all these Easter eggs for folks who are really Yeah, that, I mean, that is, that that is, is nice. I guess if I played the video game or something, you know. Well, you know, for us two old farts, we just go for it for the. Well, the, you know. Well, yeah, but we we how, how often do we geek out over all the Star Wars? Agree. Uh, right. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think you know. I think that's great. I, I think I do. It's great they had all these Easter eggs. I just didn't. I just didn't know what they were. I had no. I idea. could explain another one. Okay. So the guy that. Um, I love how excited she is about this. I love. I love for now. Um, the guy that got his face mauled by Carl. By by the cupcake. His shirt um is actually one of the eight bit games called Mo- Midnight Motorist in the fourth game, I believe. But yeah, it's it's a still of one of the game one of the mini games from the fourth game. And it's called Midnight Midnight Motorist. Midnight Motorist. Okay. Now, so there was a uh, after scene credit or mid, mid or after mid credit, mid credit uh, scene, um, which was pretty funny too. Um, but was that you said that was a cameo too? He mm-hmm. was, he was a cameo. That's Corey Kenshin. Okay. Okay. So yeah, he got two scenes. Okay. I won't give away what what happens in the scene in case you haven't seen the movie, but um, 
definitely stick around for the uh, mid mid scene credit. It's it's worth it. It's pretty it fun. It was yeah. fun. I like that. I like that. Can we talk about the very end of the credit? Sure. Go for it. So <clears throat> more into um the theory that the puppet is going to be in the next movie. And I didn't notice this okay. when we were watching it because I was gushing again. Wait, which um, puppet? What are we talking about? The, so there's one that's not technically shown. Um, the one that I was talking about that soul is Charlie. Okay. The one for protecting. It's called the marionette or the puppet. And it's this, it's got like a white face with a purple tear streaks, red cheeks, and has like a black, uh, almost like, it, it basically looks like a pantsuit, but with like black and white stripes for the arms, and then like three buttons, as I just go into detail just <laughs> explaining the puppet. Um, she's actually, I say she because... Uh, it's Charlie, it's Henry's daughter, so I'm I just refer to her as she. Um I don't know the exact scene, but there's a scene that you can very vaguely see the puppet's face <clears throat> behind Chica. Like it's one of the scenes that she's walking around um and she's like down at the bottom. There's also been theorized that when Mike looks back behind the stage you can see the puppet behind chica there too but i think that's more just an endoskeleton because uh, you can't see any like of the right. puppet's features but in the other still that i saw it does look like the puppet's face but anyway so the first song that the credits have is um Five Nights at Freddy's by the Living Tombstone, who kind of started the music side. They they started the fan music, and they got the most popular first. But the song after that, it's called My Grandfather's Clock, and it's the puppet's theme. It's the so in the games you have a music box that you have to wind in order to keep from the puppet jump scaring you. And that's the theme. That's the music that plays. So, ah, uh, okay. The my grandfather's clock plays, and then you get the robotic voice spelling "Come find me," and that's supposed to be the puppet's voice. At the very end, okay. I wondered at the very end of the credits, it was spelling it out, and I was like, "What is spelling out?" So I, I had to turn on subtitles on my <laughs> thing so I can understand what it was saying. It spells "Come find me." Yes, which also puts into theory that it's Garrett being the puppet because it's like that's the only one that we don't know that wasn't accounted for that you don't uh, know where. I think Mike's gonna freak out if his brother's a puppet. <laughs> that that's gonna be kind of weird. That'd be interesting, though. That's a nice, interesting twist to bring into the second film. Huh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
Mike, did you get lost there for a second? I'm sorry. I'm responding to Dalton. He's still trying to. He's still trying to get in, and he he keeps proposing ideas, and I'm like, no, I don't think that'll work. I don't think that'll work. I don't think that'll work. <laughs> okay. So, so anyway, sorry. That's right. um, well, all in all, I thought it was a decent movie. I enjoyed it. It, it. I think it's a fun watch if if you're into this kind of stuff. I, yeah, I, I think you should check it out. Of course, if you're already a Five Nights with Freddy, a Five Nights at Freddy's fan, you're gonna go watch it. So, you know. Um, yes, but that's that's pretty much all I got on that. So, right on. Very I think good. This, this was more of Megan's episode than it was ours. So. <laughs> that's okay. That's no, that's fine. Right. I mean, you knew that's... that when I said I wanted to. Oh, watch yeah, it. yeah. I was like, well, this is. <laughs> This, we're going to be talking about this on the air. So, <clears throat> definitely. Right. And then when I saw it was on Peacock, I was like, oh, this is a big plus because Steven will watch it then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 yep. You didn't have to go to the theater to see it. So. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's that's our coverage of Five Nights with Freddy's. Um, again, uh, go see it if, you, if you're into this kind of stuff. It, it's it's not a bad movie. It's it's not a bad movie. No, it's, it's, it's entertaining. So, I have the tagline. Oh, okay. Well, hold that. Hold the. I will hold the tagline. All right. Okay. I'll let you close out the podcast. <laughs> then. All right, uh, Steven. Hey, everybody! Thanks for joining us. <laughs> if you want to catch us on our website, uh, that is. Two geeksmike.com two geeksmike.com there's our page for all things for the two geekdom um, that's where you'll find us our links to our facebook page our kofi page um also to our merch page, which is pretty cool. Um, uh, Kofi is where if you want to help support us and just help us just, uh, if you're enjoying the time and we've got a $1 tier, a $2 tier and a $3 tier where you can just, uh, just help support us so that we can just pay for the stuff to do it. So, um, <laughs> that's yeah, really all there is to it. Um, once again, the Lamborghini to be open with you guys has been re repossessed so we no longer <laughs> have the lamborghini uh because we couldn't make payments on it so <laughs> just saying um but also if you want to reach out to us here at the show it's show at two geeks uh if there's something that you would like us to talk about or, or share please shoot us an email and uh we'd uh, love to hear from you and uh and so also go to if you go to our website, twogeeksmike.com, you'll go to our new merch page, which is on the fourth wall. Or technically, the new... Uh, yeah. We, we, there it is. We I got it right there. Twogeeksmikemerch.com is much easier than the fourth wall. <laughs> but that'll it's take you much there. much more easier. Cheers. Yes, it's much more better to get there. <laughs> oh, we have Angie coming in. At the tail end. <laughs> so, and uh, so anyway, please be sure to check us out. Please, uh, if you can, support us on our Kofi page. And um, with that, Mike, I will leave it to you. All right. With that said, if you made it this far, please go and like and subscribe both on Facebook and YouTube. Make sure and give the uh, little bell a tickle so that you will uh, get notifications of every time we go live, which we go live pretty much every Saturday at 9 a.m. Central Standard. You do the math. I don't like to do math. <laughs> um, 
to figure out the time in, in your local area if you are not a Central Standard Time person. Um, so with that said, um, over and out and catch you on the flip side. Nice. Thank you for joining us today on the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, 